What's up, y'all? How are y'all doing? It's Ash, and welcome to my first solo session. I want to start off by saying, please bear with me. Um, and a bit of a disclaimer, I am nowhere near as comfortable doing the solo sessions as my co-host and my partner in crime, Kiki, is. And I think it's because, for me, I'm an awkward person, and I guess the Leo in me I kind of care what people have to say about my opinions. So whenever I have Kiki here, I feel like if I say something, I can gauge whether or not it makes sense or if it's just absolute bullshit because I have someone to, you know, go back and forth with and, you know, bounce ideas off of. However, here on this solo session, it's really just going to be me talking and praying that someone on the other end is listening and is like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, girl, I feel you. But I swear, if y'all can stick with me through this, I think that we can both get through this together. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, y'all. So it took me a very long time to find inspiration to do my first solo session uh for the longest time i wanted to really dedicate myself to watching real housewives of atlanta and give y'all kind of a solo episode about that but this season has been so god awful that no amount of wine or bourbon in the state of south carolina could have helped me get through that So I went back to the drawing board and I thought about what are the things that I like to talk about most. And strangely enough, I love talking about dating and relationships. I think that the experiences I've had in my life really kind of shape how I think. And I'm a really unorthodox person when it comes to the way I see the world of dating and also I remember that in both middle school and high school, I used to write for the school paper and my column was always about giving advice or I wrote about pop culture and, you know, dating. So I figured why not garner all of that and use it as inspiration for this solo session, but also my hero aka one of the people who I really admire in the journalism game her name is Demetria L. Lucas if anyone watched Blood Sweat and Heels she was the one with them that gorgeous afro Demetria is like my big sister slash mentor in my head I freaking love her and I think that her commentary really fuels a lot of what the culture says I think she's I think she has a really good talent for having her pulse or having her finger on the pulse. I told y'all I'm so awkward, but I think she really has what the people want to hear and her humor is like mine. She and I have the same humor. So I always go to her page and I look at the various Ask Demetria posts that she gets. So this solo session is going to be Ask Ashley, but 
in parentheses, no one really acts. So I'm giving out unwarranted and unsolicited advice to people who will never probably hear it. So (laughs) hopefully it doesn't sound crazy. But if y'all hear some of these stories that I'm going to read to y'all, I think that you might agree that perhaps giving our little commentary or me being in the peanut gallery and putting in my two cents, I think you'll find it pretty funny. All right, y'all. So our first question is coming from IDK Who. Like I said, these are all questions that I just happened to find on the Axe Demetria page. So it says, my ex and I had one serious conversation about marriage during our three years together, and I told her that I didn't want to. She never brought it up again. Fast forward one year later, she gradually moved most of her stuff out until the night she left me. We had a sit down the night she left and basically said that this isn't for her. Didn't give me an opportunity to reconsider. Moved out, moved on. Is this a mind game? She left a lot of stuff here that she paid for. She didn't impress me about taking that step. Why do all of this to prove that she wants marriage? So, sir, because I'm assuming this is a sir, uh, just based off of the fact that he was just so fucking dense. But I want you to understand that you said something. Your actions more than likely reinforced it. And she did what she had to do. A lot of people, and I think particularly it's men who think this, I think a lot of men think that women just instantly make decisions. And I find it hilarious that men are constantly always reinforcing why they're making irrational and logic-lacking decisions, but women are supposed to be the gender-slash-sex that make decisions based upon emotion. It's bullshit. But um, in this situation, I think Homegirl really thought that she had an idea of what they were gonna do, and he basically told her, nah, I don't want to get married. And she said, okay, I'm not gonna press you, I'm not gonna beg you to reconsider, and I think in that year that it took for her to move out, I can guarantee you at least four months of that year was spent with her waiting for you to either change your mind or change your behavior. I think maybe she was hoping that, oh, I'm taking this a little bit personally. And then also you talk about how this was just one conversation, but do you think about maybe the actions you had in that one conversation? Ladies, I'm always tell y'all the truth. And when it comes to people who tell you what they will and they won't do for you and the effort that they're willing to either put forth or sit down on, it's completely up to you to decide whether or not that's good enough. But I implore you to make decisions based on what you want and understand that there is literally a lid for every pot and what you feel might be what a man might tell you is too much, I guarantee you that's just not the person, especially if they can't see where you're coming from. And more than likely, you have a legitimate reason of why you want what you want. I definitely think it would be a wise idea to go ahead 
and just walk away from the situation. Sir, you said marriage was not on the horizon, and Shadi took you at face value. You showed her who you were, and she believed you. Um, Her leaving the stuff that she paid for? Okay, I think homegirl just felt like they're material possessions, and you know, you can replace those. However, her peace of mind was far more valuable than anything she left behind. So um, you need to get over it and perhaps just start being upfront with the women that you're fucking that marriage is just not your thing. Okay? Alright, let's see. Here's another one. Um, Been with my husband for five years and we've been married for one He forced himself to get married, always complains and criticizes everything from cooking, dress to hair, says I don't make him happy and I irk him, contemplating divorce because I can't seem to make him happy no matter how hard I think I try. And we have a two-year-old. What to do? Girl, what? (sighs) We got to get some sponsorship for some divorce attorneys on this show because, excuse me? It sounds, number one, if y'all have a two-year-old child, but you've only been married for a year, that leads me to believe that this is a situation of y'all were together, um, you got pregnant, and he thought he was doing the quote-unquote honorable thing. The honorable thing is to be upfront about your fucking feelings. Not spending time, money, wasting other people's time and money, because I'm pretty sure if y'all don't make it, there are going to be people who are like, well, gee, what what was I there for as far as, like, attending this wedding? I think it's very awkward that he would verbally abuse, because this sounds like verbal abuse point blank, period. He would verbally abuse the mother of his child and just go out of his way to make things unbearable and uncomfortable. I couldn't imagine waking up and constantly being berated and verbally torn a new one about everything that I do. My cooking ain't good enough. My dress, my wardrobe isn't good enough. The way I style my hair, everything. And then I would beg to ask the question, did this criticism just start when y'all got married? Or has he been taking these digs? Since y'all been together and you just didn't realize it until y'all got married. Uh, I feel like the logical thing to tell you is to be like, well, maybe you can try therapy and, you know, show him that you want to put forth an effort to fix it. However, he has made you his doormat and he feels that he can just say and do all of these hurtful things and you will just lay down and take it. But also, if he doesn't want to be married, I really feel like you need to give him what he wants and you need to go ahead, you and your child, you need to go ahead and go, um, drop them divorce papers. More than likely, I'm assuming that a suitable custody agreement will be you having custody full-time and him having visitation. Because I can't imagine that if he doesn't want to be happy, I mean, if he doesn't want to be married, I can't imagine he's too happy about having to be a full-time dad either. 
I know a lot of people say that, oh, he can be a shitty husband, but he's a great dad. At the end of the day, those two are kind of mutually exclusive when you think about it. So I say go ahead and cut your losses. Um, Go ahead and start making your exit strategy. Like the girl in the last question, maybe it's going to take a year or a few months. But go ahead and start plotting your escape. Um, And yeah, go get your happiness back because I... I've been in a situation where I've been criticized constantly. And honestly, I was told by the person that, you know, I could be with someone else. Or it was constantly reiterated to me that I was not that person's type or I was not a person that they would usually go for. So I know how it feels. And I also know how it feels that when you finally leave that situation, you meet a person who literally loves everything about you. And if they do have a critique, they're not going to go out of their way to hurt your feelings in order to get that. Girl, get a divorce. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, y'all, I'm back with another set of questions. So this one says, I don't have a college degree. Started but got pregnant and never went back. I now currently make sixty-five to $70,000 a year. My boyfriend is big on education. Says he would like for me to go back and finish. I'm not against it, but I am against the bills that would come with it. He says that he would like for his wife to be college educated. Is this a deal breaker? Hmm. So you went to college, but you got knocked up and you left. Um, Fast forward to now, you are working and it sounds like you're making good money. Um, I feel like this would be a Twitter nigga's dream argument because people on Twitter are always arguing about salaries. Um, for me, sixty-five dollars to $70,000, I think that's a pretty admirable salary for a woman or for a person who... Oh, yeah, a woman. She said she was pregnant. Duh, Ashley. Um, but for a woman who wasn't able to finish her post-secondary studies because she got pregnant. I feel like that's a really good gig. I don't know what it is you do, but 65 to 70K, that's a pretty good stick to take care of yourself and a child. Um, It sounds like your boyfriend is, I don't want to say he's hung up on identity politics, but I can tell that for him, he associates a college education with a certain level of status. I'm not saying he's wrong or right for associating it like this, but I do feel like for him, it's more of an image thing. And it sounds like I want to be able to show off my woman and say she has X, Y, Z. Do I think it's a deal breaker? I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I do think that it warrants a conversation. I would be... If it was me, I'd be really alarmed that I had accomplished so much with still being able to provide for my child and possibly give like a really good life for my child. But to this person who I care about and who I love, it's not enough because I don't have BA or BS behind my name. I feel like that's kind of, you know... I don't want to say shady, but I just feel like it's really unnecessary to harp on. So I think a conversation is definitely needed. 
And if this young man decides that you not finishing college is a big enough deal for him, I'd say go ahead and just part ways. You and your child can go ahead and part like the Red Sea with him. Uh, Also, he talking about you going back to school. Is he willing to help financially? Is he help, willing to help you apply for scholarships? Um, You saying that you don't want to deal with the debt that it would incur. Is it a, Are you in a situation where perhaps the job or the career field you work in won't pay for it? And I feel like with you making that much money, there has to be a continuing education program in your company, but I could be wrong. But overall, I feel like this is just something where you need to have a conversation. If you get to the root of it and you don't like the answer you hear, I think you need to go ahead and, you know, cut that off. That's my opinion. So, yeah. All right. So let's keep scrolling. Let's see if we can find something else. Mm. This is so unprofessional, y'all. I apologize. I'm supposed to have my shit together. But uh, when have I ever had my shit together? Okay, so my husband and I are expecting our first child. I had a daughter with my ex, and he is the best father. I want everyone in my house to have the same last name. So I told her father, and he went off. What can I do to make him happy, yet have my daughter with the same name as everybody in the house? Um, sister girl, um, that's not happening. Uh, I don't know where the logic took a vacation in this situation, but I think you need to understand if you're ch- if you are calling this man the best father, nine times out of ten, he has done enough to where the child having his last name it's a pretty big deal, and you wanting all of the kids in your house to have the same last name that's a nice pipe dream, however, unless that your child's unless your child's father was not involved um that's the fuck dead i'm not trying to sound like an asshole here but this is what happens when you have multiple baby fathers this is a possibility i don't know why you didn't think about this when you first got pregnant with your second child but i feel like this is this is just a pipe dream I think that you thought, in theory, it would look really nice. And I feel like maybe you're one of the people who's like, you know, everybody has the same last name, so it's all Gucci. Nah, sis, this just isn't going to happen. And I feel like your child's father is correct for kind of having an issue with this. It's almost as if you're trying to cancel him out. So I think you need to just go ahead and make your peace with the fact that, um... That's not happening for you, honey boo-boo. So, uh, yeah. It's a no for me. Keep that child's name the way it is and just deal with it. All right. Next. 
I pulled together info that my BF would be in the same city as his fling during the same time. Looks like this was a planned trip for them. I gave him hints that I knew about it, but I didn't outright ask him about it. I saw him in one of her IG posts doing the most, and it has a parenthesis that he was physically touching her. I called him and confronted him about it. He played dumb and then admitted he played dumb at first and then admitted to seeing her that day. Not sure how to move forward. I won't see him for a few days. I'm not sure if the relationship needs to end. How do I process this to ensure <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm terrible. <laughs> how do I process this to ensure I make the right decision? What are the next steps? So Long story short, Shawty said she knew that her man and well, part of me wants to know how do you know that they were that it was a fling in the first place? Like, did he already cheat on you and you just had your good Fetty Wapai on this girl? Like, what? Where? Why? Why do you think that they were a fling? What is it about this girl in particular that you realize that her being in the same city? as your boo was a red flag um secondly I don't want to say you messed up but you were really passive aggressive about this you gave hints that but you gave hints that you knew but you didn't outright say it shoddy you should have gone ahead and stood up in that shit and been like so I see you and so and so are gonna be in the same town or the same place at the same time. Did y'all plan this? Did you know she was there? And granted, he could have totally lied to you and been like, nah, I ain't knew Shawty was going to be in the same place as me during the same exact time. However, the fact that you put it out there and you made it clear, look, I done peeped some shit, what's going on? I feel like that would have carried more weight because now you done you've seen with your own two eyes that they were together and that he was all up on her me I've always told I've always told my husband don't have me looking stupid out in the world um that means don't be talking to these women and entertaining no foolishness but also don't be putting your hands on them and being physically inappropriate it's not okay and the fact that he lied to you and then came back and retracted the lie and told the truth um the next step is to go ahead and say whether or not you can get past it because that's the truth if you are one of those women who you can acknowledge that it happened and you can move on, that is wonderful. However, you have to ask yourself, can I get over the fact that, A, my boyfriend planned a, he, he planned an excursion with the side chick? Like, that's first and foremost. Can you get over the fact that he planned an excursion with the side chick? And then number two, can you get over the fact that he lied to you about it when the evidence was right there in your face? If you can get through that, then stay. However, if you can't get if you can't get past it, there's no need in lying to yourself and lying to him because you're just wasting each other's times. He can go be with that side chick, and you can go be with a nigga who ain't going to see nobody on no separate. He ain't going to be having no flings with these women. 
Point blank, period. You can do better and he can do better. It's up to you to make the decision. All right, y'all, we're going to take one final break and we'll be back. All right, y'all, I'm back with one final question. And this is a sex question. Ooh. So, I need foreplay to get excited. My man expects me to be already wet for him before intercourse. Says my desire for him should be intense enough, i.e., he's not down for foreplay. I called him lazy. He intensely, she has intensely in quotes, disagreed. How do I get over this hump in our relationship? (sighs) Um, sis... It sounds like this is the only humping that's happening in your relationship because of the fuck. Um, I, I find it so strange that men especially, and I, I hope for the men listening to this solo session, I hope this does not sound like I'm just bashing niggas on here 24-7, but some of y'all's male counterparts makes it, y'all just give me the material to go in on your asses. I don't know why men are always so staunch in not pleasing their partner. I know women who, or I've always seen women who are constantly like, oh, what can I do? I feel like women are always trying to make the sex better for men. But I rarely ever see stories of men wanting to go the extra mile and changing their behavior to make sex happen. Number one, men are all going to come one way. They are going to ejaculate and they're going to bust their nut. Women achieving orgasm is very different. All right, y'all, settle, boys and girls, settle in. We're going to do a quick women's health lesson. A woman can come various ways. Some women achieve orgasm by clitoral stimulation. Some women achieve their orgasm through vaginal contract and like penetration. Other women, they get their orgasm from the anal cavity, which is fine. That's not my ministry because paranoid AF, but I get it. Like some women, you just got to ram it up in there and that'll just really get her going. And then you have the group of women who are stimulated by like the nerve endings in the nipple. Either way, if you are doing your job to please your man, which I hate to say it, men can easily be pleased. I'm so sorry. Um niggas please don't hate me talking animals if y'all are listening don't drag me in the group but men can easily achieve orgasm and in that same group I have seen men say well you know why I gotta do this or why I gotta do that what what creates an orgasm for your sexual partner if y'all are in a relationship especially Their orgasm should be just as important as your orgasm. Just because foreplay doesn't work for you, that does not mean that you get the right to dismiss the sexual wishes of your partner. Girl, if foreplay is what it takes to get you wet, then so be it. There are some women who, they could ride over a pothole in the road and it's a squirt session in their panties. That's wonderful, but that's not every woman. Some women, it takes a little bit of action to get the fire started. And if you're going to be with a person, you need to be happy and you need to be getting your rocks off too. He's going to get his, so why is it a problem about how you achieve yours? 
Sis, there's no hump to get over. You just need to dump him. All right, y'all. So this solo session is over. Um, If you're still listening at this point, congratulations. We made it together. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really hope I was not super unbearable for y'all. I hope that you enjoyed hearing me give this unwarranted and unsolicited advice that will never probably reach these people who are asking this questions. But more importantly, I hope that it encouraged you to write in to On The Rocks and ask Kiki and I questions so we can actually start doing this on the show and people can actually start hearing from us. Um, Like I said, I actually really like this and I've always said dating and relationships and as I've gotten older, the conversation of sex. It's something that I like to talk about and I'd really like to do more on the show. So if you're still listening and if you're interested in submitting some questions, just DM us on our Instagram page. That's OTR pod. Or you can DM me on Twitter or Instagram. That's both Ash Taylor Marie. And we can answer some questions. Bye, y'all. Have a good one.